Trip Flip every Sunday nights on Travel Channel at 8 p.m. 7 Central. I'm on tour. Austin, May 23rd through 25th. Des Moines, Philly, Buffalo. This week's guest, Zane Lamprey. Go to birdbirdbird.com. So then they got freaked out, and right. then and then we're recording. Said, we're recording. Okay, just you know, I agree with you and what everything you're fucking saying. Yeah, it has been my experience we, in this we, fucking are we business. Gonna, are you editing or are you no? No, we, this uh, is it. no. This is it. We we'll oh, just okay. edit it, and we will just play, play it. And if there's something you don't want in there, we can take no, out. So the end of the story is I, they, they said, "Well, we can't have," it. and I go, "Then, then this is a perfect time to leave." Yeah, I've uh, I, I have a hard time in this business leaving agents and managers. Can I put my feet. Yeah, I of course, can. It's yeah. a metal table. Yeah, um, I have a hard time. I fucking fired everyone that ever meant anything to me in this business yeah. and replaced them with new people that mean more. <laughs> Wait, so so you've you've figured a way out of the the cycle? Because I haven't figured my way out of the, of the I, cycle yet. I just i i used to i used to genuinely give a like I used to genuinely be invested in the people, and yeah. I thought I was adding family members into my team. Right and now, I realize everyone. Everyone gets fired. Everyone, you know, you start to wonder. You start to think, like, you know, what? Like, do I? <laughs> Tell me if you've gone through this too. So, so you and I have had similar career paths. As a matter of fact, we've been up for several of the same parts. Seriously? Yeah, you got them. Uh, Wait, what was it? What was it? it? Was, Hang on one second. I'm a horrible. I'm a horrible podcaster. In the man cave is Zane Lamprey. I brought Zane in because not only have I followed your career from when you started with uh, Three Sheets, you followed my career in the rearview mirror. As you were taking off and leaving me in the Bull dust, you shit. motherfucker. I fucking, you want to talk about perspective? I got an HD television. I put it on. There's only fucking one show to watch, well, and it's yours. I, well, that was amazing, right? So that was back in like 2006 or seven, and that show did amazing. It was only in five million homes, but it was in the most important five million homes. Because everyone who had money had an HD channel, and they watched it. It was, it was, it was, it was the, it, it was the um, it was the epitome of Bill Gates moving across the street from a computer lab. And when, when, what? Sorry. So like the, in the movie, oh, out, yeah, in the yeah, book Outliers, okay, Bill Gates. It. The reason Bill Gates is Bill Gates, he just happened to live next to a, a fucking computer lab. Got it. You made a show that was awesome that a lot of networks would not have greenlit. No. At a time when there was a network who didn't have programming and was like, this is fucking great. It's beautiful. Use our cameras. Put it up on our thing. And then it was an awesome show, and it got seen by fucking everybody. Right, right, it did. By everybody. And how many, you did so like this five was, years of that? So the, Yeah, so this is three sheets. I did, I did four years. and the 100 episodes, right? Of, no, of, of, of three sheets, about 51. Really? Then the next one I did about sixty of. What's that? What's that? Drinking, um, drinking made, made easy. easy yeah. yeah. And so the interesting thing is that they were not advertiser. They weren't sponsor based. They were subscription based. So they they like like they got so paid like by the. They're exactly like HBO, but without as much money. Well, that's fucking awesome because now you don't have to worry about which is which. I'm sure you found is the problem now with doing a drinking show right. is everything is integration sponsor based. Well, and it's hard to integrate. Yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't think it would be as difficult as it has been to get sponsors. I get sponsored by a lot of people if I went to AA. Like, that kind of sponsor I can get <laughs> very easily. Very. They knock at my door. We they're not, the, love fun, they're not the fun sponsors. They're not, they're the, they're, they're not the have fun ones. Have you ever been ones. to an AA meeting? No. <laughs> I have. I have. They suck. They would, they would be like, oh. what do you know? You, you're the devil. You, you, you put us here. Just, start, just smiling the whole time. I haven't done anything. Why, why'd you go? Uh, just a perspective. Yeah. To yeah, see, like, this was like uh, probably ten years ago. Yeah. And I was like, I was drinking. I was partying a lot, but I also wasn't working. 
Right. I wasn't working, and I was like, "Fuck, what am I doing with my life?" Right. My wife had just dumped me, and I was like, "I was like, I need, I need to really find out where the fuck I'm at." Right. And I was like, "Do I?" Because I'm, I've been a big drinker since I was twenty two, twenty one, and so, and I'm forty now. So I'm like, okay, I need, I should look at this. Right. I had a friend who was a a professional uh, wrangler, so like a dude who. Like a horse wrangler? No, like a alcoholic wrangler, drug oh, wrangler. That's a person. Yep. Yep. Who pays that person? Uh, the studio. So okay, so so let's it? okay, so I'm gonna okay, let's pretend. Let's just I'm, uh, I can't tell you the names. I can tell you the names off thing, but I can't tell you the names. What, but I don't even understand the concept. Uh, John Belushi, when John Belushi was doing like Blues Brothers, they hired a guy named uh, Grizzly okay. or some I forget the guy's name to follow him everywhere he went. To make sure he didn't use coke. Got it. So what happens is, like hypothetically speaking, he say did, he a guy did an like, excellent job. That <laughs> <laughs> guy is no longer working with a name like Grizz. I forget he, his name. He probably he probably was the guy that sold it to him. I forget the guy's name. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> let's hypothetically say Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's let's say hypothetically yeah. that there's a really huge movie star who is a heroin addict. Okay. okay? Like hypothetically, like say that happened. Okay. And the that studio, would never happen because they have I- I- integrity. Right. You know and that. so the studio said, we want to do this movie with him. And we mm-hmm. know he's sober, but we don't believe it. Right. And so in order to ensure this movie, we need to hire this guy to follow him everywhere he goes. Live with him. Take him to meetings. Drive him. To, he needs to be his right-hand man because we know this Europe, guy won't so, let him. So this is paid for by the insurance company, basically. The insurance company. As a uh, rider for their, for their, their coverage. Right. Okay. To make sure that the movie is insurable because Got if it. that guy falls off the wagon, this – Three hundred dollar million, three hundred million dollar movie does not get made. Right, so it. he was my neighbor, and he saw me one morning. I was like, my, "The following guy was your neighbor." The yes, got the, it, got the, it. The Wrangler, the Wrangler. Yeah, I wish okay. I could just tell you his fucking name, so I don't have to say the Wrangler. No, but it's it's better that way. I so think. the Wrangler's cooler. So he saw me one morning, and I was I was like, I had been partying. I, my wife had. We were dating. She dumped me. I'd just gone out and got fucking blitzed, and I did not sleep. And I was up having an Asian pear on. And we lived in the hills, up on this cliff okay. and like sitting there just kind of thinking about things and he sat down next to me and he was like what's going on <laughs> I just I love, I love how the Asian pair like played into was, the story it was the but, best. I like, but I like it, it was that's the, an excellent hangover a it, cold one ice cold that's yeah. why I remember it yeah. ice cold Asian pair yeah. and I remember thinking this tastes good yeah. I was like fuck <laughs> I remember thinking that going while I'm eating this slow and all of a sudden it goes wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and the wrangler walks up yeah. hey boy he came up how's he was, that pair doing he was cool as shit like Sleeved in tattoos, fucking ripped, like drove a nice car. He, so, he so got he's, paid a he lot of money. He was an ex-user. That's how he was yes. able to control. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got He's it. an ex-junkie, I think. He's okay. Like, I'll have him. Maybe I'll have him on a podcast one day. Um, but so he comes up, and he's just talking to me, and he's like, you know, uh, you ever thought about quitting drinking? I was like, sometimes. He's like, why don't you come to a meeting with me tonight and just kind of feel it out, see, how, see where you're at. So I go, okay. So we go to the meeting, and he's and we're just sitting in the back watching. And he's like, he's like, is it, is it making sense? And I'm like, yeah, you know, because you're real vulnerable at that right. time. Yeah, sure. And then this guy stands up right before, like, standing right next to me, stands up. He goes, oh, I'm having a really, really hard day. Um, <laughs> this morning I woke up and blew my landlord, and then I lit his car on fire. Okay, listen, here's the deal. I need a drink. And I was like, I do not have fucking problems. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking out. I've never been back. You know what's funny? So, so I get on my Facebook and. And the, the the problem is, well, whatever. You know it's the internet, so people can make comments, and they don't have to have those comments ba- based in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There Trolls. we go. Trolls. And so they'll say these nasty things, and you have the option of hiding what they post, 
deleting it are responding to it. So since I decided, look, I'm I'm doing this chug Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Should we should we go back a little bit or just keep going? I want to I, I, the whole reason I the whole reason I wanted to talk to you for many reasons is one as a fan, but is this Kickstarter campaign that you started to raise five hundred thousand dollars for a documentary or a TV show called Chug? Right. That'll provide. Ten episodes, five episodes, six episodes, six episodes, that, yeah. six episodes. You take a train around the world tentatively, yeah. and drink and find out the different, different drinking cultures in the different right. yes. areas. So, so, so basically, so we did, we did, <laughs> we did uh, three sheets on Mojo, which is where you would have seen it first. Fucking great show. So they, the show was doing amazing. Got the phone call. The show's doing amazing. However, uh, the network is going off the air. Their their non advertising. Uh, Based revenue did not work out, so so Fuck. they so they went out. So then there was a um, I was I was like, man, I don't want to fade into obscurity. I was just starting to get a foothold into this. So yeah. I organized the Save Three Sheets campaign in L.A. and New York, really just to stay relevant, but also to show the um, the the networks, hey, look, there's a big fan base. So we literally we we met at a Pink Taco over in Century City. Burping, and then walk through um, Century City. You know the new, uh, I think the ICM office, and then and then through Beverly Hills to like two or three bars, and then came back and had a party. And it's like seven hundred people. Holy! And shit. it was a ma- massive. We went. We walked through the the uh, the ICM building, and and, and uh, you can walk through it. It's a massive building, and security they didn't even know what to do. There's like four of them. They heard yeah. us coming. What do you mean, CAA? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. That, that big one. Yeah, CAA yeah. is over there yeah. in that area. I think. That big, weird new yeah. one there. And so um, we, you know, it was echoing through there. It was amazing. And then they didn't know what to do. They just said, get out. So we walked out and then walked through Beverly Hills and went by, I, I guess, ICM at that point and, 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 uh, uh, and WME, the big agencies, whatever, yeah. and said, hey, just like, just take note. Somebody. Do somebody something about the, this. Somebody you know? help us make this fucking happen. Exactly. This like, is well before the Veronica Mars Kickstarter campaign. Oh shit! This, yeah. This I looked this up the other day. This was like, this was like oh eight, oh eight or something like that, and uh, maybe oh nine, and and so I remember. I can tell you distinctly. I just had my uh, my my six year old now when I started watching Mojokes. We moved into this apartment, yeah. bought a big screen TV. Uh, just recently got rid of it. It was high def, and it was a fucking beautiful show. I mean, yeah. it was a fucking great show. And there's only one beef I have with that entire show that I will share with you now. Share it. In the snowboarding episode, uh, was that you that did the fucking... Does that bother you? Yes, because I, I went... Are you fucking kidding me? This He's guy, getting this fucking hammered and he can really snowboard like a motherfucker? You know, I decided that, that I would... Before... I'm going to answer that in a long, long form. <laughs> I decided that, that I would... Make I would always find stunt doubles when possible. Are you serious? Yeah, be- because I love it. because I want because I wanted people to talk about it. So like I went kite surfing. That wasn't me kite surfing. I I, I went I went the, the largest. That's so fucking yeah. brilliant. The best was the be- that was one of our camera guys. He's an editor. He's a professional snowboarder. He he actually arranged for for a company to send me all this gear. I wore it. I learned how to snowboard the day before. You literally did like a fucking three sixty oh, yeah. off a fucking oh, yeah. kicker. Yeah. And then and then stop and you go over the board. I'm like, are you fucking no, you kidding? Can't. No, there's me? no way you can tell. I, I mean you, just, there's no way. I watched just, it a hundred times. Yeah, just edit. <laughs> I watched it a hundred times. I fucking distinctly my my mom just landed. One um uh, let me make sure. Just making sure we're recording. That's what I always do in this podcast. <laughs> I need someone that works for me or something because this is exhausting. So, yeah. so you get stunt doubles. That's fucking genius. So we, so 
one time I, I said, let's, let's do this. We were in, in uh, Namibia, Africa, the largest sand dune in the world. And you go to this place um, near the road and you get these four, uh, you know, these ATVs, these, these four wheelers, and you ride, ride, ride a few miles, which is like on the moon. But I mean, like, yeah. but amazing. It's like, it, no, it's like waves. It's like waves of sand. You go up one and, and, and you're just following this guy and he knows where he's going. And, and then you come to this massive one and he's. This guy, this guy does this every day. So he's doing wheelies. He's riding on his front wheels, his back wheels. He's, like, doing all crazy stuff. So we get there. I'm like, I can't go. And if, and if you ever watch the episode, you will see the size of this. I don't, although I don't think it translates. It is, it, is, it is the biggest sand dude in the world. And so this guy rides up it. It's about, like, let's say you would tip at 45 degrees. It's about 43. Yeah. And so the guy's just, like, riding up it. And, and, and so he takes my clothes. This guy, by the way, I think may have had like a meth problem because he probably weighed about 120 pounds. <laughs> I mean, like his his face was gaunt. He was, you know, whatever. And so the camera guy's like, "No, dude, no one's gonna believe it." I go, "Just do it. Give my sunglasses, helmet, whatever." Yeah. And, and he and he goes and he's doing all these tricks. And so then he rides on a on a on a wheelie to the camera and then drops it. And right as they drop it, cut. And then I get on it, right, in my yeah. clothes, and then they're holding the front of it up, all, oh, all the all fuck. the ATV guys, and then they then they then they let go, it drops, and I drop right into frame. I'm like, ah, that was nice, and it, <laughs> and all I did was sit on it, and when it dropped, I was a little nervous. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy's doing all these so tricks, and I don't want to drop off it because I saw you do all this fucking shit, and I was always like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I because because I know the drinking part is real. I know that's you drinking. Yeah. Well, not everyone understands that and there's a lot of misconceptions some people have said that i'm not really drinking that's not true i do and i got bad hangovers and maybe well i was gonna say in retrospect maybe i maybe i wouldn't have drank as much but that was part of the magic was that i just literally just threw myself into this this part and said whatever it read like that it read like that and you didn't look like you also didn't come off like an alcoholic and you didn't come off with the dude with the drink well not until you came up like a regular dude not until the third season did we even know we had fans we shot. I shot the first season for a channel called NHD. It wasn't even Mojo at the time. Yeah, it was like NHD in that it was NHD, and that was those were the call letters. <laughs> it's like you have to you have to think a little bit when you name your network that that you know what that's not going to last. It's like in color. You know what I mean? Like at yeah. some point, everyone's going to be in color, buddy. So 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 we did the show on there. Um, and the, the 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 we did the rally in New York in, in L.A. Then two days later, did the rally in New York. And we had like a thousand people. It was a mob. We couldn't even fit into the bars that we went to. And so I'm at this bar. I don't remember the name of it. This big Irish bar, three levels. And somebody comes up and said, uh, "Hey, Mark Cuban's downstairs. He wants to talk to you." I'm like, "The guy, HDNet, Mavericks, whatever." Like, yeah. I'm like, "No, it's not." But okay, I'll go down there. Obviously, you don't know who he is because yeah. you know whatever. And I go down there, and sure enough, it's Mark. He's like, "Hey, Zane, I, I've been with you for the last few bars. I uh, and I, I want I want to get three sheets." I'm like, "That's awesome." However, I haven't thought this out this far. I didn't expect that to happen. I don't own three sheets. I don't own the network. I don't even know what the status of it is. But don't I, you know what it's like to be an unprepared, unorganized talent? Uh, I don't own this I, show. Dude, I didn't expect anyone to even show up today. So I'm a little drunk right now. And so I put him in touch with the network, and then they, I don't know, whatever the deal is. Oh, they wanted to, they didn't just sell Fine Living Network, who is, who's the channel that bought it. They didn't sell them three sheets and I haven't told this before they had to buy five shows they only wanted three sheets so they bought five shows 
put them like put them away, and then aired the last season of Three Sheets, but had to buy these oh, five other what shows. What were the other ones? It. The one with the two gamblers were gambling. Yeah, the two gamblers. Yeah. Um, there was one called Getting Going Abroad. This guy would date girls internationally. They weren't bad. Dave Hill's show. Dave Hill's I think. show was good. Yeah, Dave Hill. Dave, that's the reason I know Dave Hill and bought his book. Yeah, he's, yeah. Dave he, Hill's show was he, really good. He's hilarious. He, he's, you know, it's really good. He, it's really good. But it, but this guy Rob, I forgot the the guy who ran the network didn't get him, and you could understand how someone couldn't get Dave. Oh Hill. yeah, he's so dry and emo and like smart, funny, dry emo, funny. If that makes sense, that like I can understand that someone would, would would watch it and not even see a joke the entire show and be like, this guy's a horrible host. Yes, yes. he's not. He's not going out of his yeah. way to be likable. He's yes. not laughing. Yes, he's, he's not. He's yeah. almost mean. But, he you was know, great. He was, that was a great show. Yeah, it was. It was. And so those are the shows that came along. But I think maybe only like Three Sheets was new or something like that. Or maybe that I bet you was new too. But but then so we, we, we were on the Fine Living Network. They flew me in. I had like this promo shoot with – remember Duff from MTV, the girl? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, and, yeah. and a few other people that had shows on Fine Living that were new shows. They're rolling them out. Fine Living – Fine Living Network was Mark Cuban's. No, no, Fine Living Network was just this. No, that, his is HDNet, so he yeah. didn't get it. So, long story short, they pre- premiered the, the the fourth season that didn't air on Mojo because they went out of business. But we finished shooting them, and then they and then they called me. Swear to God, same conversation, dude. Just want to let you know, which is sort of irrelevant. The show was, is doing amazing. Um, great big fan base. We're getting you know great numbers and da da da. However. The network is closing down. So Fine Living Network, also, I, I crush networks. That's, that's what I bring. That's what I bring. This podcast, by the way, might fucking shut down after this. I have that power. I have that ability. It's so funny. I said to my wife the other day, I've dated a number of girls who then went lesbian. And my wife's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I was like, I have like three girls that I dated that then became lesbians. And now she's like... You know, you kind of make yeah. me like not. You meet like, my wife; she's me. a little butchy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, she. I played. I met her playing softball. Um, but uh, the the uh, the show went to so fine living. We didn't know what to do. Uh, here's what happened: we didn't have control over it because at the same time that 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 fine living went off the air and turned into cooking, then then my, one of my sister networks, and so travel. So scripts had bought. Fine Travel living. and fine living, whatever it was, they were now all part of the same group. So they acquired your content. So then they, so then they travel acquired it. I talked to them on the phone. They called me. I forgot the woman's name, and she said, "Look, we're we're gonna we we've acquired three sheets. Um, we're not gonna do any promotion for it. We just want to see how it does. Just put it out for a few weeks." I'm like, yeah. "All right, that's a little rough." So, but you know, I'm me. I'm like, "Okay, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, we you know whatever." Yeah. And and then. Um, so I get this rally these fans, and thank God for social media. As I cursed it a few minutes ago, now I say, well, but here's the saving grace of it: yeah. is that I can I can motivate the troops to to basically in this case made friends shooting three sheets and drinking it easy with uh, with Garrett Marrero who owns uh, Maui Brewing Company. And I said, hey, why don't we do something with like PayPal? We can buy beer and then send it to Travel Channel and to say thank you. He's like, I love it. I'll give you guys cost, whatever it is. So we ended up, um, we we sent them out. I don't really know the final. I didn't know the final numbers until recently, and um, I said, and and then so we got a call from Travel, and I said, Hey, did you guys get the beer? And they're like, Yeah. 
which we want to talk to you about, because remember the discussion that we're not doing any promotion for it. I, I said, well, I, you said you were, and you didn't say I had to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I thought that you would relish this exposure. Yeah. And they said no. I said, so we were going to do a press release just saying that the beer got there. You know, Maui Brewing Company donated a lot of beer, even though it was paid for, you know, the shipping, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not going to do it. Really? We don't want to do it. And so, oh, and at this time... Uh, you know what else happened right before this is, and this had nothing to do with me. Three Sheets fans were blowing up the Travel Channel Facebook page. Blowing up. They couldn't really? post one thing without 50 people say, you know, saying, hey, we have a new show. Da, 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 da. Fuck that show. Pick up Three Sheets. I mean, in those words. Really? And they called me at one point and said, hey, look, we're going to try the show, but we need you. We're considering the show. So this goes back a little bit. To show you the history. We're considering the show, but we really need you to tell the people to, to stop. And I said, well, first of all, I didn't, like, I didn't tell them to start. So yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to do that without having a paper trail that you guys could lead to me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't do that. I said, however, them doing that has made you guys call me. So I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that's not such a bad thing. I will certainly go out and say, hey, you guys relax, but... To be honest with you, the best thing you could do would just be to air three sheets. I mean, you know, whatever. Like you yeah. guys, the best thing they should, anyway. the best thing they should do and could do in that, in my opinion, in that case, for you would be get rid of three sheets and just do a brand new series with you. Right, right, like right, that's because right. that's. I mean, because were you making money off of three no, sheets? No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't make good money. I didn't make good money, and and I didn't get residuals or or, or anything, any endorsements yeah. or anything like that. And the first season of three sheets, I made. Over the in the year, I made twenty five hundred times eight. So what is that? Like sixteen twenty grand. 20, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Minus minus agent and lawyer. Oh shit. And man. tax. You know whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know here I am like fuck three you know, sheets. Let TV. it die. Let it die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the next project. Yeah. <laughs> so so they, three sheets was a great calling card. It's all over the fucking internet. No, it is. It is. It's, it's great, a great. It, it is great. It's like Herbert. I did a show called Herbert where I almost died a couple times, and it's like. Look, I, well, I got paid a lot of money for it, because, I, but only because I, remember, I, was a, yeah. I was an executive producer, and I, I got paid $750 as talent. That's nice. And then I got, I got like another check yeah, of course. for a producer, but the, the only reason they did that is so I couldn't sue myself. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's awesome. So, so, but it was, and like, I look back, I'd never do it again. Great calling card. Yeah. But three sheets led you to a relationship with travel, which right. I remember it airing on travel. It, it did. And then, and then it aired for five weeks in five different time slots. Yeah. And then they ended up taking it off and then selling it to Spike. And Spike tried something similar. But by this point, you know, it, it was four networks later and, and they didn't want to do any press and whatever. So I just called up Mark Cuban and said, dude, let's just, let's just make a domestic version. I know your budgets aren't that high. Let's go out and make a domestic. Drinking Made Easy. Drinking Made Easy. Which, so which now, Drinking Made Easy was you guys, you. So me and now I, now I brought my buddy along, Steve McKenna. Steve McKenna. Yeah. And there was another dude. A dude with the oh, beard. there was Mark Ryan. And the first season there was Mark Ryan, another yeah. comedian. Because I did stand-up at night. I did 53 shows. And then I did TV during the day, twenty four episodes. Hold so on, I was you on... were doing you were doing stand up at night mm-hmm. and TV during the day, and, and we... all of it involved drinking heavily. Did you did you start as a stand up? No, I didn't. So you just no, like... I, you know, no, I did MC and I did stuff like that. And I've always, I'm I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like a stand up at heart, you know. Yeah. And, and and so it was it was a very easy sort of transition into like, hey, you know what? We're not doing anything right now. 
Let's go on tour. Steven, Steven and Ryan. Mark Ryan is a very good comedian. Uh, not as seasoned on TV. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the, and I will say this, the, the flip flop is a lot of guys who can host a TV show could, uh, slide into up fairly easily. Right. Um, not, a, not a lot of comics can host you only think because they it's could. a very different muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Be- exactly. Because in, in up, you're on stage and you're loud and it's all reactionary. And with hosting, it's, it's, it's more, you know, it's smaller. And and your jokes have to be they can't you don't have to go set up set up joke you can sort of let you have to be yeah. real to let those moments play you gotta out. listen and then and then a lot of times it's a lot of times it's about a tight button like yeah. just getting yourself out of the scene yeah yeah exactly know? yeah you know how to you need to know how to to get into the scene yeah to go through it and you need to know how to, you're going to get out you need to know how to ra- how to wrap it up I mean that's a skill a right? lot of it and then the other the other big thing that that I think that a lot of people don't realize in hosting is is and I know you've had probably had this a million times and I know you did definitely in. Texas, when you did the watermelon uh, oh, yeah. with the vodka, yeah. um, is when someone's nervous yeah. to get them to relax because that guy sweat through two shirts. You're absolutely correct. And I, but to get someone to to like when you're talking to someone, you see their lip tremble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When someone comes out to meet you and they're like, blah, blah, blah. That, that, "That happened last weekend," and so, and I went to uh, I went to Adam Carolla's launch party of his of his Mangria, and 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 on the bill it was like. Jason Bateman, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, like, d- a huge list of all these celebrities. Yeah. And so the publicist sent it out. Would you like to go? I'm like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. And so I arrive. I'm like, I, I, you know, these are some people I wouldn't mind meeting. And none, none of them were there. None of them were there. It was serious? me, uh, Ron Jeremy, and, and Adam. And he's got to be fun. you got to talk slow around him, and you can't make any quick movements. About who? Ron Jeremy. He Ron's, just had a heart attack. Yeah, it was, yeah, he was walking around with a bottle of his rum. And yeah, he looked like you could just like if you if you sneezed on him, he would fall oh. over. You know, people are like, "Wow, he looks old." And then, of course, what do we all do? Go to our phone. Oh my god, he's six years old. He looks good. Yeah. The guy can still bang. You know. Yeah. I took a picture with him and my buddy Dan Dunn, and I said, "I have the second biggest penis in this photo." <laughs> Guaranteed, Dan's Irish. But um, so, so anyway, so so we, so you're doing stand up at night, stand up at night, and and uh, where and which I'm drinking heavily on stage because yeah. the more you drink, the the more you can go numb on it. And um, you know what it is? It's like, you know what I wasn't ready for? I had the material, and I, I did a mini tour through California. I did like eight cities, really honed it in, but I couldn't, I couldn't handle There's two things I did wrong. One is, it's like I just, I got good at it by the end because I did 50-some shows. Yeah. But it was handling the hecklers. And they're not necessarily hecklers as much as they are drunk people yelling stuff out. So I guess that's hecklers. And then the other thing is, is that I kind of, I went too long. And and I, I really wanted to give people because look I'm, on your first tour you don't make a lot of money yeah. you know you might sell out I sold out like House of Blues Chicago twelve hundred people whatever it is and I think I made five thousand for that night but I had to pay all my crew Good God. all the stand up and then my so bus you're, drivers you're, and all you're that booking kind of shit. this yourself I booked it myself I didn't make any money on dude that. dude dude you are so. You're so ahead of your time in the in in the Hollywood paradigm because what I mean like I to this day I, I first of all I can't sell out House of Blues I couldn't sell out House of Blues if I fucking tried At, second of all I I wouldn't even know where to begin thought, I think they thought that Robin Williams was going to be there <laughs> I think they should no no you know there there was a big there was there were big groups of people no I didn't. 
I didn't book it myself. Sorry, I, I, I my my agency did it. But they, you, they but did you... they did the dates. But I. I called the bus companies. I bought. I, I rented two buses. You're doing your own. I did everything underground myself, yeah. promotion. Like, every, yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 really kind of fucking out of the box. I would I would fucking get out of TV and get back on stand up if you can fucking sell no, tickets. Yeah, but here, but there's yeah, so much I, more money in stand up. You're absolutely right, but I did two things wrong. I, I I went. I just went a little too long. You know, I like like I cut my teeth on that tour, and I did a second tour. Which was way better. Yeah. And, but I had kind of blown my wad a little bit. Like, so I sold out like the 930 Club in, 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 in DC, a big venue. Yeah, I know the 930 Club. Yeah. And so, and so, like, horrible room to do stand up in, by the way. It was, it, 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 it was, it, and only yeah. because I did, a, I did a live venue there with a guy named Elliot in the morning. Did you seek people? No, did no, no, have, no seating. It was yeah, all standing. Yeah, so we did we did seats, and Mark Ryan, who's the oh, that's comedian, not that bad. Then. That's not yeah, that he bad. said you, he goes, dude, do not have people stand. When we do have people not stand, have people stand. They're fidgeting. They're talking. They're having their own little conversations. Oh, everyone's and shit. To, a standing yeah. fucking comedy. I don't know, like like guys like Patton and Benson and 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 a lot of the older dudes that established the not older, I'm their age, but they established <laughs> the alternative scene. Yeah, are very comfortable doing that. Like David Cross is very comfortable doing a standing room only show and like yeah. and like the Key Club. But I can't imagine. <laughs> still in exist? Fucking, uh, yeah. still exist? Oh yeah, that's amazing. I met the lead singer of Smash Mouth there, <laughs> Steve. Awesome. And then I ran into him at the, in uh, West Nyack, New York. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but that's that's uh, fucking. Do you have any? Do you have any? When you signed with your old management company, did you have any aspirations to start doing the road? I no. I, I that's kind of what my my goal was. Like for me, I go back and forth. From to 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 be on TV is. Is the I have never used this analogy. I'm gonna see if it works. To be on TV is the bread. To go on tour is the butter. Like I don't, I I don't make. Okay, that that makes really good sense. Does it make sense? Yep. Like I really good sense. I got exposure from doing. And by the way, for anyone who's still listening to the 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 the, the, I did three seasons of Drinking Made Easy. Um, I the second touring on, on on HDNet, which turned into Access. In a second, I'll tell you how that one ended. So, so they, so the second season, we didn't do the comedy tour. We we cut Mark Ryan and just me and Steve went around. We did twenty four episodes, still ambitious. Yeah, um, just with the crew, could focus, could could actually get good sleep, and could like plan our stuff. And the second season's way better than the, than the first in my mind. It's different, but I think it's better. And then we did thirteen episodes in the last season, plus a one hour special and a music special, whatever. And 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 so. That I got a, at least Mark Cuban, you know, gave me the call. He's like, he's like, look, we're turning into live music. I can do something live if you want. Oh, you can figure access! It out. I know access. access yeah. yeah, I know them. I said, I said, well, we could do. I said, I don't know how he turned my show into live, but I threw him some options. We just decided it just it really wasn't a natural uh, evolution, and uh, and so I then decided, hey, I'm going to take it to the fans. A lot of them still talk about three sheets. I partnered back up. I tried to get the rights from of three sheets from Spike, and oh. and in the end, I actually got their lawyers on the phone. Me, not my agents. My agents, by the way, said it couldn't be done. Did you go to college? I did. Where? Cortland State. Uh, is that New York? It's, it's south of Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Cortland. I think of the show at Cortland State. It was maybe. It was. It was like it was a party school, but without the educational benefits. <laughs> I mean, but you, you seem, you seem like, you seem a lot smarter than the average talent. Well, 
Well, I'm or driven I'm or driven. Old, you know what? Driven is really my. That's my mo. And and I'm we're the same age. Forty. Um, I'm forty one. Yeah, you IMDb know, thinks I'm thirty seven. A lot younger than me. Well, my wife makes me put on lotion. So I put, I put on this morning. She, <laughs> it's Bill Burr. she literally you ever heard stood Bill Burr's there. Joke about that? No, he no. started dating a black chick, and he goes, "She introduced me to lotion." And he goes, "I can't believe it. I've never used lotion my whole life." Because yeah. every black person should pull aside a white person and teach them about lotion, yeah. and in return, we'll teach them how to register firearms. <laughs> I'm, I'm butchering Bill's yeah. joke, but it's, I remember I was on the road driving through like fucking Kentucky, listening to that, and I was I doubled over laughing. Uh, this is li- this is literally, by the way, thank you. And there's not a lot of, lot of light in here, but. Uh, <laughs> It was literally. This is a conversation we had yesterday. My wife made an appointment with my assistant. My wife's office is across from my office. Yeah. My assistant is in the middle. Made an appointment. I didn't know what the appointment was. I knew that it was her, but I'm like, okay, I don't understand. I didn't know if it was like about the new show we're doing. And she comes in. She goes, I need to talk to you about lotion because. So I work out at at, at a CrossFit. I just started oh, doing fuck. that. And Ian Ziering is from Nanotuno, Steve oh, Sanders, yeah, yeah. is in my class. The guy I thought was my age, around my age, I could have gone down, I could have gone up. Dude, he's like 50. He's 50, and he looks amazing. Seriously? Yeah, but he's he, probably got, like, microdermabrasion. No, he says. He says it, but he's like, that's what you got to do. But I'm like, well, that's whatever you doing. No, and, and, and lotion, I'm sure. <laughs> putting some on right now. <laughs> I swear to God. My wife goes, if you want to be tan, just use this cloth. It'll put some color in your face. It's you know, but you don't have to go out there and lay Fucking, in the sun. I and am allergic to sunscreen. Yeah. So I get this thing on my eye. I had it on my nose. What at one is point. that? No, I don't even see it. I don't see it. <laughs> the uh, I'm putting lotion. You on are right putting now. lotion. On. I'm putting on lotion. Fuck it. Well, so here's so here's what happened. So do you drink so, a lot when you're not shooting the show? Drink? Yeah. Um. Like we're, we're going to your to are we going right after this to your podcast? Yeah. Are we going to drink there? No, because I got to pick my kid up from school. God, you're a good fucking dad. But well, no, it's just that the the teachers will smell on my breath. They can smell it a mile away. <laughs> they follow me, by the way. Oh, really? They follow me on like Twitter and stuff, and they'll walk in. They're like, "So how did such and such go?" I'm like, "Oh, that's no, just stop following me." God, you're a good dad. I'm a good dad. I am a good dad. I'll t- I'll, I'll take that one. And so the um uh so then we put it to the fans. We we start okay. We started pitching this show called Chug, travel around the world, and and um. And, and, and learn about drinking, but do it on a train. Not on a train. Literally, I arrive on a train. Woo-woo, takes off, and then I'm there. I'm in Rome. You can't get so around Rome not, on trains. Yeah, 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 yeah. We may drink on the trains. We may find, if we can find some great stuff, but I don't need the logistics of trying to work it out with moving trains and wrapping up a shoot before you arrive and, and getting the B-roll and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So we pitched it to Spike. We I, like it the, to I, like the, I like the connective tissue of... It's just so, for, it's a funny name. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And so we, now you smell fantastic, by the way. You smell like, <laughs> that's like really, you smell I think like, there's something in that. You smell like a like coconut eucalyptus. Tree. Yes. Something delicious. I'm going to lick your face in a second. <laughs> but not on the air. <laughs> that would be gay. Um, and so we, uh, we, we pitched it around, you know, Esquire, which is the new G4 and, and, and travel and every, everywhere. And by the way, okay, so everyone passed on it. Close, but it's a pass. And when I met with travel, so she goes, yeah, I wanted to take the meeting. I heard you had a, a show. I showed her. I br- put, busted out my iPad and showed her the pitch. And she's like, I like it. All right, let, let me take it back whenever I talk about it. And so I said, are you familiar with my stuff? She's like, totally. She's like, I've been following you since the beginning. She's I was there at travel when you sent that beer. Because one day, I'm like, oh, the pallet of beer showed up? She goes, seven pallets of beer 
And this is Maui Brewing Company's Coconut Porter, Big Swell IPA, like Holy some shit. really good beers. She's like, everyone's taking it home, and like, and they couldn't get rid of it because like, it was you couldn't. There was not enough people to carry it all, so like it lasted for like three days. And I was like, wow, it's amazing that no one ever told me this up until now. Well, yeah, that's like, I like mean, well, we we really weren't allowed to talk to you. Was, networks, networks, I kind of have that like. That like keep you in the dark is is you better have to way be, to look. You have, I mean, yeah, you have to respect what a network executive or their underlings do, and all they're trying to do is keep their job. They are. I yeah. mean, look, and I respect that because they Me have families too. and they have everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like I, I don't think that they're like these a you know, person with a suit that just likes to say no to things. No, they want to find something to say yes to. They just they just can't afford to take too many risks. And so we thought we had it wrapped up. We had a sh- we thought we had a show that made sense. Um, in the end, they said no. I, I, I called up Spike to get the rights to three sheets. They said, "Well, the I just talked through Burp. Did you get that? I did. I talked right through." <laughs> and and so they said, "Look, we can maybe talk about that, but it's going to cost more than you're talking about." And I was talking like you know ten twenty grand. And and they said, "But if it ever, but you could only air it on the web." So I couldn't take it if it was if it, like let's say it was amazing. The Kickstarter backers they're the ones that get to see it. Yeah. So I'm making it right now. They're my bosses. I'm making it for them. And so, what if it's so good? It, now we take it around, and G4, the new Esquire or Travel, want it. Like this is good. This is a new twist. We didn't expect this. This is great. Yeah. Uh, but it's called Three Sheets, and you can't. We can't air it. So we said, okay, look, it's just too much red tape. Let's make it different enough that 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 Spike doesn't feel like we're infringing on the format of it. Um, I mean, there's travel shows are nothing new. Guy goes around eats, eats. Guy goes around and drinks. Guy guy going around drinking, traveling is not a format. Just That's, you and Steve, or, or just no, you? just me. Okay. And so, um, and so we we I then called up the executive producer and the creative guy behind Three Sheets. He wrote him. Sat in all the edit sessions. He's the guy that made them all happen. And his name's Mike Kelly. And I said, hey, this, let's, you know, I started telling him, I go, dude, I wanted to show a culture. He goes, he's like, I think I said the word chug. And he's like, I'm in. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I've worked on so many projects since Three Sheets, but it's by far my favorite experience. I had fun. I felt like we were making something that people were, that people loved. I felt like we were, you know, learning that's, and da da da. Half the fucking that is half the battle of making TV is making it fun for the people shooting it. If you, you know, have yeah. fun shooting it, your show's going to be better. Yeah. Everything's going to be better. Yeah. If I've been on projects where you're like, get me the fuck out of here, and it shows when you can't engage with the crew. It yeah. makes it really weird. Yeah. Some people have said, no, no, don't engage with the crew. I'm like, well, I mean, they're the only person in the room right now, yeah. and they're my friend, and like, whatever. And so in Three Sheets, there was a lot of that. We like to think that we, start a, we sort of started that movement, you know, whatever. And, and it's because we really started involving them and then making them do shots and whatever. And who, who was, who, who's, I mean, the crew by themselves, not carrying camera gear, would get stopped at the airports. Are you Eric the sound guy? Are you Curtis yeah. the sound And they would always get them mixed up. And so Mike said he was in. I said, good, you're the missing piece. Go check out the, the, the preview for our Kickstarter. He says, I love it. He, he, he wanted to write a letter to people, and like he's done that and stuff. And so we're now doing that. So now we are trying to raise $500,000. We, we wanted to raise a million because we wanted to make 10 episodes. Yeah. But we said, let's put it at 500000 to make six. By the way, which – and I will say this because people don't – I think people probably go, $500,000? Why can't you do it for twenty? Right. Well, TV is not – your TV is a different beast than like a documentary or like uh, like like I I did a documentary we raised I think forty grand right. and so but all we needed to do literally was buy the equipment 
that that we that we needed right. and then buy a few plane tickets so they could follow me. I was already on the road. Yeah. I was already doing this. There was no production value. We didn't need to research. We didn't need to fucking reach out to anyone. Right. They just followed me doing stand up for a year. And so Yeah, yeah. See that's that's the benefit of doing something that you're already doing that's yeah. that's paying its its way. Yeah, like to put it in perspective, I think uh Hurtbert I think every episode costs one hundred seventy five thousand dollars to make. Right. Okay. So so and then you, and that's by the way kind of on the low end. Yeah. That, well. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so and so uh, so yeah. So that's it's it's an it's a it's a safe number. We take five hundred thousand, give ten percent to Kickstarter, five to Kickstarter, five to Amazon because they handle the transaction at the end. Yeah. Then then you end up with with four fifty, uh, and then you have to buy everyone the rewards that they. You promised them yes. T-shirts, sweatshirts, yes, parties, yes. all that kind of stuff. Signed memorabilia. I mean, a, a private workout in your man. Cave, by the way, it's yeah, a it's, barbecue. It's, it's all shipping. The major cost is shipping. It's like the T-shirt maybe cost me five, six bucks. The shipping of it maybe cost me three, four bucks. And so you're like, that's expensive. Yeah, um, we get those down, but you know, we can get the price of the shirts down, but not the shipping. You can't. You know, we're not big enough that the. That the you know USPS gives a shit about us, and so then you you end up with maybe for shit if you're lucky 375 and then i have my five employees in my office now um and then they pre-produce they'll call the countries and coordinate it have to hire somebody a driver and a and a fixer which is a you can't hire coordinate. local sound in any of those places no no you can't you, you don't want to travel yeah. sound cameras you're using two cameras you have to fly you have two cameras two cameras you got to produce on fly them all in fly them all in put, put them, them up, all up put feed them, up, them feed them and, Hope and, you don't go over overtime. And still, yeah, exactly. And still give them per diem. And uh, yeah, and then come back and then hire your next crew, your post production writer. That's where producer. the real money. That's where the real money is yeah, spent. Those, shooting it, you can probably get away shooting it cheap, but post production is a fucking. If you want it to look good, yeah. is expensive. Editors, as shit. editors are. If they're good, they cost money, and and it's it's a very easy skill to show. You're like, here's what I've done. Okay, here's what you get paid. You know. Yeah. I mean, we got quoted like three, four, five thousand dollars a week for these guys. Fucking. So yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to like sting on that. So you got to kind of figure out where you where you fight your battles. And in the end, you know, we raised five hundred thousand dollars. I'm not making a penny. I'm really not making a penny. <laughs> I'm hoping that so and so. By the way, people are like, why don't you put your own money in? And I'm like, well, first of all, this campaign is like two. It's like six weeks long. What about the people that I'm paying for the, for six weeks? All the money I, I hired a publicist. Yeah, you know I, I have all my employees that are working on promoting this campaign and like all this stuff. So a lot it's, of it people, costs a lot of money. A lot of people think that, and I and I'll say this that I I started my Kickstarter campaign probably oh maybe a ye, over a year ago. Oh, well over a year ago, about a year and a half. Jesus Christ! Did you get a lot of shit for that then? What did you get a lot of shit because you're a rich TV guy? Uh, yeah. Right? Is it why, that's the- why don't you just make it yourself? And I was like, because uh, I'm not. Yeah. So I'm putting it on Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do it, we can do it. I don't listen. I don't need yeah. to do this fucking documentary, but right. I thought it would be fun. And this is how we're going to do it. And why if you are you be a asking it, me? If 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 you want to pledge, pledge. But don't friend, give me shit about it. What's who, who are you? I had a friend. The police who, of the I, internet. I asked him to retweet it, and he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? You want me to retweet?" So you can make money off of my fans, and I was like, "He's like, is that what you're saying?" I was like, uh, "That's exactly what I'm saying." I said, "That is the words to the T that I'm asking. What? I'm asking your friends, your fans." Matter of fact, I think that's how I phrased it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, when he said that, I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is on my fucking like what? Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. You're my yeah. friend. I'm leveraging our friendship so I can make a fucking documentary." And, did he, and what did he say? He said, "No, he wouldn't do it." Wow. Yeah. I got so I I started hitting up people that I knew, like Andrew Zimmern. 
Um, yeah. Boom. I mean, he's like, yeah, dude, anything I can do to help, let me know. And he put, I mean, he's a good guy. He's a good, great. He's a great um, guy. And Adam Richman. Adam. And, you know, people that I see around. And then, um, um, you know, who said no was Guy, I'm not going to say Fieri. I'm going to say Guy Fieri because that's like, that's the way that it's spelled. Uh, yeah, Guy through his people said no. You know, I've, I've, I've met him. I've, we've had run ins and stuff like that. I, we're not like the warmest of friends, but, but, uh, you know, I, I, I sent him some swag about a month ago, a month before it. But by the way, before it was even a concept. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe can, he can just tweet it. He's like, no, people will think it's all scammy and da da da. I'm like, because he, he said, people, this is the manager talking, because people ask us all the time. I'm like, well, I'm not just anybody. Yeah. This isn't scammy, but I thought there was like some sort of brethren, brother code thing that we had because we're, you know, aren't we all fighting the same fight? But, you know, whatever. The other, now, now it's, it's funny because I, I, I didn't hit up Bourdain. Do you know Bourdain? Nope. Um, let me tell you about – can I tell a fun, fun story? Yeah, please. So, so I was doing three sheets. This is in the heyday, right? So maybe after the second season. This is when we knew we, we were onto something. Travel Channel – no, sorry. Food Network says we want three sheets with food and we want Zane for it. So we happen to be going to Japan – we said, hey, we'll go and shoot the pilot in Japan. This amazing, ridiculous sushi place. Like the top guy, one of the top guys in Japan. Have you had the cr- poisonous blowfish? No. Okay, I, th- I thought that was something that you would have had fucking No, I'm a, I'm a little, I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do, you know what I mean? I can't, yeah. I can't take that risk. Yeah. So wait, keep going, keep going. I don't um, need to interrupt. Everyone no, 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 I don't please. listen and interrupt. I do. Keep going. No, no, I'm an interrupter. It's how you keep it organic. Yeah, I can't fucking. A good host yeah. has to be. You can't sit back and wait for the whole thing. Who listens and listens? I listen to think of what I'm going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, no one admits that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I went and did the uh, the the three. It was called Half Work Will Travel. Originally, it was called Half The Hungry Fork. Traveler. By the way, which there was, which is funny because there was a Thirsty Traveler, but this was called The Hungry Traveler. When it came out, they called it Half Work Will Travel. We shot a season, and I think I, I, think I have seen that in that time in that period of time. The guy who was championing championing us over there um, left. Left, let's let go, whatever it was. And so we had a new, younger guy come in. And again, as I was explaining, he was just doing what he knew how. He was trying to assert himself into it as per what he... You try to give the note that you think the person above you is going to get. So that, that's all they're yeah. trying to do is give the note so that the person above them isn't like, why didn't you give this note? So that's the notes. They Gave it. Get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not like. Not- you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> You're so good. We're, we're giving you a raise. Do you want anything to drink? I'd love it. Diet Coke? Sure. That's my vice. That's the vice I allow myself. And so, so I went and did the show. Um, before it aired, um, uh, Us Weekly, uh, Entertainment Weekly, uh, Star all gave it four out of five stars or three out of four stars, whatever they had to, to offer. Yeah. But, but got, got great reviews, whatever. Then it came out, and apparently the, the foodies were mad at me because my whole thing is I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy. I'm going to give a guy, every guy's perspective, and that's what I do with drinking too. Even with, with three sheets, I didn't want to know what I was walking into until the moment I walked in. Yeah. Here's the guy's name. He makes this concoction. <clears throat> it's been in his family for five years and da-da-da-da. Great. I walk in so that I'm like, what is this stuff? Not, you know, as opposed to somebody like Bourdain who like, knows all about it. Knows oh, this, the guys, these are the yeah. pigs that are raised in such and such and da-da-da-da. And then the guy doesn't have to explain it himself. I'd rather have the person who invented it or, or, or makes it. it walk me through it. Yeah. yeah. 
So I did that. You kind of want to be hungry for knowledge and curious. You're the curious traveler. You're not the you're not the guy in the know. I just I didn't. Yeah, exactly. I didn't feel like I could. Now, by the way, you and I both know the way that these scenes work. I could have walked into this scene like with these uh, these French cookies that I, I went and featured, and I could have read all about them. No, or got, or I gotten, I, gotten the one page right before you walked in. Like I a lot of shows. I could have known yeah. more about those cookies than the guy who whose family's been making them. The, if I went of, and looked online, for the record, and I hate to fucking pull the veil back, but there a lot of times in television, and I've done this in pilots, where they'll give you the information, and you'll go to do the interview, and the guy go, doing the interview goes, I don't know, let me see your sheet, and he has to read off that's your happened. sheet. Absolutely, that's happened. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, so yes, but instead you're and going And you let in. him, and then you say, okay, I'm going to ask a question. Here we go, and go, yeah. you know, whatever. So I did it. Um, the, there's one instance that I remember, and I think this is what got referenced. As I went to Marseille, the south of France, Provence, I'm saying all these like hoity-toity words, but... Marseille is a city on the ocean, on the Mediterranean. We did some things there with the Michelin chef and the cookies that I mentioned, and then a bouillabaisse. And bouillabaisse, for people who don't know, I guess the whole fucking world knows what bouillabaisse is because Bourdain <laughs> tore me an asshole for it. What? But b- bouillabaisse is a, a fish <laughs> reduction, right? So they take fish and they throw it into a pot. It's amazing. And then the they shit I'd tear an asshole for would not be bouillabaisse. No, you cannot. No, how dare he not know? <laughs> fucking bouillabaisse. And so I wish I could read the interview. And so. <laughs> It's so, not, you can't find it? No, 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 I can find it. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've tried to find it. I'll find it right <laughs> find now. It. Chicago, it was a Chicago interview, maybe the Chicago Tribune, Bourdain, so maybe like 08, 09, something like that, 08. And so, so he said, so anyway, so this guy's teaching me how to make bouillabaisse. And he reduces the fish. Throw, you th- throw all this fish in, all the parts of a fish, and you boil it and you reduce it. Then you dump out the fish, mm-hmm. and then you keep reducing, reducing, reducing. So I said, okay, so it's like a really fishy, fishy, fishy stew because it's like super fishy because you keep re- reducing it and incre- yeah. increasing the, 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 the robustness of the flavor. And so that, that happened. Then later on I went to these, this, this, uh, this gay couple's house in, in Provence, and they have – it's a chateau. It is like it is like five hundred years old, and they they rent it, and then they and then I think they it's like a uh, a landmark, right? So they just they're allowed to do their stuff there. I don't think they live, yeah, maybe they live they live in part part of it, whatever. And then they teach this class, and so I went there at about like noon, and I left there at three in the morning. Okay, I hung yeah. out with these guys all day. Yeah. Had an amazing time, and just like you and I, like we, you and I should have met years ago, by the way. Yeah. But we just met, and and it's been an hour, and you and I already have inside jokes. Um, yeah. Imagine if we were hanging out, cooking, drinking for fourteen hours. Imagine how comfortable we would be with each other. Yeah. So by the time we actually got to, we. By the time we actually got to cooking and with these guys, we were like making fun of each other and having fun and just you know joking around and and the guys was he does his measurements like this he takes and he goes thump, like that yeah. or if it's two he goes thump, thump. yeah and so he goes oh now you pour it in I go was it a ton or a tonton and and I, that's the only thing I can think of to reference the article that I'm about to bring up so and did you find it maybe like I I, I try to think of another. Q word you can yep. put in there like Zane. Anthony Bourdain is the bluntest of writers. In his ninth book, No Reservations. No. Hang on one second. You've created many genres. There's dangerous. Like where? What's the favorite? Next page. Yeah. Uh, he's. I think it, I think it was a. Sh- I think it was a short article. But what he said was, he goes, "This is somebody who knows nothing about food." 
called Bouillabaisse, a fishy, fishy stew, and then goes on to make fun of everyone's accents. He says the guy is he's, he's like he's completely unwatchable. It's a horrible show. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, don't feel threatened by me if that's where, where this is coming from from you. Like, I'm a guy that I'm, I am not pretending to be something that I'm not. I'm just a guy out, yeah. out there doing this. How can you shit on me for working as hard as I can and doing the best job that I know how? And then you go out there and you shit on me in public? I know that's what he yeah. does, right? So I don't know if it's a badge well, of no, honor. It's, it's, his, it's his thing. It's, it's his, like, it's, it's punk rock. It's, 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 it's fucked up. And, and like, he does that to everyone. He, like, I don't think, you know. It's just like it's just like me wavering on making an opinion on whether or not I like somebody. Like I just, it's what I do. It's you know, like he he, it's his thing. He's a, he, I know he he attacked Paula Dean. He's attacked Paula Rachel Dean. Ray. He's attacked a bunch of people. He but, attacked you know, a bunch of people. It's his but thing. You know what? Like, hey, but they're, we get it. But I look, can't I can't wait till my turns up. But those are established people that if their shows went away right now. They would be fine forever. Oh, I yeah. was on the brink of trying to get this show going. And maybe, maybe a, a, an endorsement from Anthony Bourdain would have actually changed that and had to continue. But, but alas, it didn't. I'm not saying that it was him that did it. And, no, you know, I know whatever. what you're saying. What, what, what you're saying is the same thing. Uh, it's, it's the opposite of when you get trolled on the internet is when you get a bad response from a guy you look up to. Right. It really kind of hurts your feelings. It's like, hey, listen, you're just a regular fucking person. I like Anthony Bourdain too. I can promise you, I can promise you in all certainty that my name has been referenced by him if not not that he knows who the fuck I am, but we were on the same network for I'm four sure. years. Of course, he, of course like, he does. He knew, I, I mean, he. I mean, but he, I'm sure he. I'm sure he didn't look at Bert the Conqueror as something he wanted on the network that he shared. I'm sure he didn't want his viewers going, "Who's this guy who rides roller coasters?" You know, like. But that's his di- thing. I know. But my you, thing is, I, I just wanted to drink with the guy. That's it. You know what's funny is so so. Truth be told, when I when I read this when it came out, my publicist at the time sent it to me. And and I happen to be shooting, shooting the show or shooting a uh, shooting something in Hawaii, and he was on the same island. So I wanted to find him. Yeah, I just wanted to find him. And it's like, I'm, what am I going to do? He'd probably gonna... be nice as shit. You know, it's a lot of things. A lot of the other thing is, you know, it I, words. It's it's a conversation he probably had in an interview with a writer, and he said something thinking it would never get to the yeah. thing. I mean, I I appreciate that you saying that. However. So I at one point I reached out to him I think on Twitter or something like that. This is probably probably a year ago. And I'm like, why would you say those things? You know, and, and he's like and, and, and I said something about, you know, three sheets and he's like, Three sheets was great, half fork wasn't. And I'm like, so that's a that's your that's a compliment right there? I I don't know, it's just weird. And then I saw him I saw him briefly in Miami and just said, Well hey, it's, you know, it's, I, I think just, I think some sometimes I wish he was like like you, you and I were the same age, same height. Like I wish he was like just like us, so I could smack him in the face, like just bitch slap him. Like you, you know what? That is a taste of what else I have in store for you. you fucking <laughs> something piece tells of me shit. a guy like that can fight for some reason. Yeah. Though <laughs> I'm, my Bourdain? feeling to be getting beat up by a chef. <laughs> no, so everyone's like, did oh, you see like... that fucking pastry chef get <laughs> the shit out of Bert? He fucking curb stomped right. him and then put. It's like a cheerleader like beating the shit out of me. Like oh. I'm like I'm fucking I feel, I I pit myself as a beer drinking regular dude and if I got beat up by a guy who went to culinary school yeah. I'd be fucking nowadays all fucking chefs. Action Bronson was a chef. Fuck the, every thug in the world that sleeps in tattoos. But, by, is a but chef. by the way, if you're in, if you're a chef, chefs 
do have a pomposity and arrogance yeah. to yeah. them. I, I dare say that they have to, in a way. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've met it, some that aren't, you know? Like, I like, would take it with a grain of fucking salt. Like, you know, like... Dude, I'm not harboring it. I'll yeah, let no, it go. I'll yeah. let it go. And give me another five years. I'll yeah. probably let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I just like... I, I, that's what the LA tell in the story, because you know what? In a way... In a way, that's the best acknowledgement that I got for what I was doing Fuck at the yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's 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 it was here and here and gone, and and I continue and continue to it's try to get than, people to, to pay making, me to drink. It's better than making a TV show in obscurity that no one fucking sees and no one pays attention to and no one acknowledges. You know, I just I just got offered this this TV show. I think it was like TBS or TNT, one of those, and it was like it was one of those interlude shows, and it wasn't a bad deal. Um, it just would have tied me up, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. like, like it, it was. It was. It probably would have gotten me more, more eyeballs, but they wouldn't have been focused eyeballs. It wouldn't have been like but I, I could have done that. anything with you're it. It would have been that. like, yeah, you're past that. In in my opinion, of you know, you know what you. We'll see. By the way, we'll see if if Chug is is chugging along, and and we're about halfway there in money, and halfway there in days. We've about you'll have one big push. We, we, I, can't, I can't push it now. I have to push it when there's seven days left. No, yeah, that is yeah, literally yeah, yeah. when I push my family. Like yeah. I went, I wouldn't type the word Lamprey. Okay, like you can go and search for backers, right? Yeah. So I typed in Lamprey. I'm like, let's see these motherfuckers. And, and sure enough, my brother, hundred bucks. That son of a bitch. I didn't know he did that. <laughs> you would think he'd tell me because you'd think yeah. he would like sort of be like bragging about it. But he, he did it and he Older didn't tell younger. me. Older. Oh. And and so he uh, and so he did it. And I'm like, mom, you son of a, or you. Bitch, <laughs> yeah, you are the bitch, and 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 I, I talked to my sister's maiden name, her married name. I'm like, oh, Amy. And we we got we did. Our, I'll tell you how ours funded. We were fucking floundering for a little while, and then I released this shirt that I now sell. But it was at the time it was a special edition machine shirt, where it was my face yeah. and the Russian propaganda the art. Machines. And so I we released that, and I brought it up on Rogan's, and I said for like a seven hundred and thirty dollar donation, you get all these things, and we right. now just added this shirt, and we fucking met her that day. Huh? And then, and then how many days? How many days left? Uh, we had like we had like I want to say. Uh, I'm gonna fucking guess. My my producers would be like, oh, was, I'm gonna say like twenty. And then we met it, and then we were like, "Well, let's keep raising money." And then we met, went over it. Oh, nice! And then, and then, and and even still, even still, with that money, we still spent an extra thirteen yeah, grand of course. Of, over yeah, what like, our like money. Yeah, people is. think I'm not going to put my own money into it. Yeah, I might have to put my own money into it, which I don't think is is technically legal to push the to push the train over. Well, the we hill. had one guy. We had we had a couple guys. A guy, Tyler Glenn from uh, the band The Neon Trees was a big fucking backer. Like he dropped. Yeah. Some big money, yeah. and I was, I was like, to this day, I owe that guy. But right now, we're going after corporate sponsors because we didn't think about it in the beginning. We're gonna put, we're not gonna put ads in. Mm-hmm. That just gets, that gets really hairy. And what we're gonna do is put title cards in the beginning and the end of the show. In the beginning, it's twenty five hundred bucks. This, this show is brought to you by Burt's Beer. Yeah, and then it's five second title cards or the so. machine vodka. When's this gonna air? I'll fucking throw some machine vodka money just, in it. You have a vodka coming out? I'm buying a vodka. I'm in the process. I've signed a non-disclosure, and I still talk about it like fucking crazy. Well, we should non-disclosurely have a conversation about yeah. that because I have a rum. Do you really? That, that I that I started two years ago, Monkey Rum. Yeah. I went on, made sure I had MonkeyRum.com. I had to pay. I'd actually have 
somebody I know go and buy it so they couldn't figure out who I was. Yeah. I got the Facebook and I got the Twitter, which, you know, and the, and the URL. Uh, my was fans are fucking amazing. My fans, I brought it up on Rogan's podcast one time. They went and got it for you? Everyone got They got all everything. Email me all the info stuff. Nice. There you go. That's nice. It's, it's the fucking... It's the Death Squad fucking community. Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking. They're the coolest dudes in the world. You know, and you know, and we and, and we have or I have whatever a, a, a very similar fan base. Mine are probably better looking, but that doesn't matter. Don't get <laughs> don't like, don't get caught up in that. Mike, shit. Mike can all all Mike my fans are all my fans are from fucking Rogan. They're all they're all uh, they're all <laughs> okay, fucking. They're so gonna fine. choke your out fan, everybody. Your fans can beat up my fans. <laughs> yeah. Not a big deal. But you know what? And they, they can outsmoke your fans. Yes. <laughs> But mine will drink yours under the table. Trust me, because they 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 challenge me to that every day. Um, but but it's yeah. I mean it's it's a huge it's a huge great fan base. But there is just those few little stinkers in there that uh, trolls are perfect. Per- just and you can't. You just want to ignore them, but you if can't. You don't read it. It didn't happen. Yeah, you can't unread it. It used look. It used to upset me a lot more. I re- I honestly I don't get. I really don't get upset because yeah. I don't care. You know why? Because I know where it's coming from. That that allows me to easily dismiss it. But and so I can hide it or I can block the person, ban them, whatever I want. But 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 if you know, sometimes I chal- I, I, I it's like I can, I can disarm anybody. No one's gonna say, Oh, Lamper, you're trying to get my money to, to, to travel around, fuck you, da 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 da. I literally I've had that before and I sent the guy an email and he says, Do you want me to apologize and uh, online? I'm like, No, dude, don't no. worry about it. Just I'm just a fucking dude, man. It's, it's, I'm just a guy yeah. that's trying. Don't think that just because I'm on TV or have a fucking awesome podcast, because everyone knows if you have a podcast, you've made it. Anyway, so because yeah. <laughs> not everyone can get a podcast, let's be honest. Um, but but like you know, it's just, we're we're just regular guys, you know, struggling, trying yeah. to figure it out. You, trying you know, to you, literally you, all you want to do. And I said this the other day on stage, and I was like, in just a moment of like, I was also drunk. And it was Baltimore. I was like, you get to a certain point as a man where you go, oh, none of this fucking matters. All, all, all we, all, we're all the same in that we just want to provide for our family. Right. We just want to like wake up on Sunday mornings and have our kids jump in bed with us and take go to the park and go to the beach and right. have out and literally just be happy. Grill out at night, right. just like everyone else does. Right. That's the same thing. The difference is, I definitely have, I have put myself out there for people. To either A, want to drink with, B, yeah. want to watch drink, or C, fucking tear down. And so you just got to be comfortable with, the with you know, it's like I get a fucking thousand great replies and that one fucking shitty one sticks in your head. Well, I've decided simply just it didn't happen. Right. And right. It didn't no, happen. And no, I don't block point. them. If you want to be like that, you can be like that. A lot of them are trolls. I'll, I'll go like, like I, the last one I've read was probably like six months ago that it was something negative. And I clicked on it. And I went, that's shitty. And then I looked and I was like, oh, bef- the one before him was Jen Kirkman, then Sarah Silverman. Then he's just throwing fucking Molotov cocktails that yeah, aren't lit, of course, of trying course. to see if they catch on fire. And by the way, it's like, it's literally one in a thousand. Yep. But I actually thought, maybe I should start an account and start trolling people. I wonder how good it feels. <laughs> <laughs> just to like fucking fuck you Lamprey you know, you know Bourdain's low. a fucking god you're a nobody and then just watch you come back and go ooh I got under his skin <laughs> you know it's it's yeah I, I, I mean you know where like again you know where it's coming from We, you and I look right now we're, we're, we're at your house yeah this is a nice place I, I'm, I'm sure if, if, if um, be, being where it is it's 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 it's, it's, it's just so funny because this is a nice place this is very similar to the house I grew up in. 
Yeah. But the house I grew up in would probably not fetch two hundred thousand dollars. That's, <laughs> that's not how you want. If you want a little bit of green space out here and an yeah. orange tree, that must have cost you a shit ton to get a space space for an orange tree. Oh yeah, that orange tree's pain in the ass because the squirrels eat the oranges and then drop them on that beautiful couch. Yeah, so well, but just, but like, I, that squirrels are assholes wherever you go. That's not my point. The uh, but yeah, this uh, that orange tree was there before. I've got to get rid of this fucking. There's uh, my my gardener came out today. He's like ninety years old. So you got a gardener. Who's gonna feel bad for you? you guys got a gardener. Oh, uh, he came with the house, <laughs> and he's on a fixed on income, and we can't afford him. But he's and he does a horrible job. <laughs> he was here literally. He was here. No, I love it. Five minutes ago, literally. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's a burden. That's amazing. He's in the back. He's in the wait back, a second. He the, he's in the backyard n- eating loquats. He's he, I got a kumquat tree. He's in the backyard eating kumquats, and I was like, I didn't know you could eat those. It doesn't look like he. Doesn't, I mean, I look at the lawn. Doesn't doesn't look like he was here. Exactly. <laughs> He's it's on like a fucking, when a house cleaner comes, you want to walk in and be like, this is amazing. Dude, we can't afford our fucking house cleaners. We got a, a maid. Yeah. We can't afford her either. And I went to fire her and she started crying. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not firing her. That's what happens when I, what happened when I fired my first manager. <laughs> the story I was telling you before. Oh. But anyway, so that, look, that's the point. That's the point is that we, we put ourselves out there. People look at us. It, it, look, as many problems as we have, it's not – these are not big yeah. problems in the grand scheme of things. It's very enviable what it is that we do. It's easy to take a shit on it if you don't know us and, and hope that we're assholes. Yeah. I, I, I've known about you for a long time. I really hope that you were a dick. I'm pr- I'm, I'm, right, I'm, now, right now, I'm on the bubble. <laughs> I'm, on the I'm bubble. probably nice to a fault. Yeah, I am too. That was actually a question I'm going to ask. Now we're going to go over and do my podcast. Yeah, so now and I'm, so- I'm going to start with. Um, two things I'm going to cover is be hey, great if you, you just you, fucking you, blindsided me. Do you feel like you? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a dick all of a sudden. Lambert, when you were in my house, you were nice. You are you're you're worse than Bourdain. Do you post your podcast the day of? Um, I'll post this one tonight. Yeah, so I'll probably put up. It'll probably be on next week. I don't know. I don't know. I have to talk to Tyler. He gets he's like Bourdain. He's he's old and angry. So I'm going to ask you if if you think that if you think that like. That nice guys finish last out here. That's the first one, and then the next one is it's like, why is it that every celebrity I have on my show doesn't drink anymore? Oh, fuck. Okay, those are the two questions. Can my I, whole quite, my whole shock is that we're not drinking on your show. I was literally going to order an Uber to go to yours to fucking put back <laughs> beers. I'd already said to my kids, I won't see them. <laughs> uh, we'll have a beer. Actually, you know what? We actually may have a surprise there for you. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it Anthony Bourdain? <laughs> now, now I know you. I know you. Yes. Uh, now everyone should just do a big push to get Bourdain on Lamprey's podcast. Just oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. You know what? And again, it's you're right. It could have been taken out of context. I don't know. He's, I'm not, he's, when, when I saw, I, him, I've never I met the guy, so I can't say. I can't say one way or the other. Uh, I I don't know him, so I can't be like, oh, you know, he's he doesn't a, have he's a good guy. He doesn't have the best reputation. Of being a nice person. It's his thing. But, it's, again, it's his thing. He t- I'm sure he tore down Guy Fieri. You know what? They can have it each other. That's fine. <laughs> Let That's him. fine. What about... What, wait. Uh, what was that? I, you know what I've been dying to ask? What, where did the name Zane come from? Um, it's a... Can we ask that off the air? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> 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 because you know why? It's a good story. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. But I have to keep... I want to keep this charade. <laughs> The charade. <laughs> yeah. Ask me, you know what? Here, I'm gonna give you the honest answer, but you can edit this. Ask me. Again. No, don't, no, no, don't, 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 because I don't want to fucking edit anything. Oh. <laughs> Just tell me off my, there. My, my, no. But the, the truth is, uh, is, that, <laughs> <laughs> is that my dad was a huge like fan of westerns and like Zane Gray. Yeah. So he loves Zane Gray as a writer, and so he named me Zane. 
And then my brother got Dan and my sister got Amy, and they always they always complain about how they got normal names. Is this? Is and this, I said, this is the- "No, this is true." <laughs> and and so I said, to "My brother, I said, why don't you just add an E to the end of your name? Why don't you just be Dane?" He's like, yeah. "Oh, because then I'd be an asshole." <laughs> I don't know what that means. The uh, so wait so um, uh, I think that's it. That's probably like an hour. Can, oh, let's. Let's, people people wait, know to go to Kickstarter. And hold on, just hold on. Let's give Chuck. all the real information okay. about that. So we're at, yeah. Oh, are we really at it? No. Uh, yeah, we're just over an hour. So, um, yeah. So where is everyone? Where can everyone get all the information it's for really Kickstarter? It's really simple. Just go to TV, And then that brings you to the Kickstarter page. And that yeah. will be where the show lives if, when it gets funded. I, I have faith. I think it will. You know what's if you're, amazing? If you're halfway there this Everybody far. Everybody I know, all my friends are going to be like, yeah, I want to chip in because I want to see the show. Because look, if you spend 25 bucks, then you get emailed the digital download every every week. So for six weeks, you get a, you get a new episode every week. So, okay. So there, there, that, that's, that is worth the price right there. I think I think it is. So 25 bucks is easy. What do you get for like, what's your $50? Thir- so 35 gets you a, a, a t-shirt. A cool T-shirt, fifty gets you uh, a thirty-five. Really? A cool T-shirt that makes that's fiscally makes a hundred percent sense. This one does. Um, what, like, what doesn't? No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't make sense for me because twenty-five gets you the download, and basically that doesn't really cost us that much, you know, just to process that. But then the thirty-five gets you a T-shirt, and but the, the T-shirt's gonna, shipping and T-shirt cost me ten. 10. Yeah. So you're not making any money on the T-shirt, right? But, yeah. but most people are going for the upgraded, like a. One of those sport gray American Apparel shirts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It just has chug on it. It's pretty cool. That's fifty. Um, yeah, seventy five. I, I definitely, gets you, I definitely spend the extra money and get the nicer T shirt. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome T. I mean, yeah. it's actually I, I have them for drinking made easy. I made some myself with the American Apparel, and I, I love them. And so, but they're expensive. You know, they're like seven eight bucks to just buy the the blank T shirt. I wonder if I'm on TV anytime soon. Wear it. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, give me a chug shirt and I'll just wear it on TV. Well, they don't exist yet. Oh fuck! A, um, okay, and so then, what's the fucking? What's the so ridiculous the, the, package? Yeah, so the ridiculous package is ten thousand dollars. What do you get? You get to to be on the show. So we're not going to fly you. We're not going to put you up. Okay, but we'll tell you, hey, like, so there's two people that have done it. So the first person is like, let's say we go, hey, look, first person, here's a list: six episodes, Melbourne, Sydney, Shanghai. You know, whatever, um, pick one. And they'll pick, okay, Melbourne. Okay, great. You picked it. That's it. You go to the next person. What do you get? And then we'll tell that person where they can be, and they'll be in a scene. So they'll yeah. be in a scene. Well, they'll be mic'd up, and they'll be in the scene. And they're not going to be nervous because we're going to yeah. hang out with them. They'll drink. They'll be fine. You'll probably be with them the night before having drinks. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then. And, and they'll get to hang out with the and crew. And then, like, it's sort of like the unwritten thing. If they're cool, yeah. then they can come and watch <laughs> some of the other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As long oh, as, yeah. As long as they're not like drunk and want to like shout things out which i can't imagine someone that's spending that kind of money would want to ruin their own experience no you're you're gonna the ten thousand dollar people are gonna be the fucking big ones now what's the what's the price package i'll tell you the best one okay the best one is a thousand bucks okay and it sounds like a lot of money but here's what you get so you get to um you get the shirt the the good shirt nice you get the the blu-ray and dvd combo set okay um you get a hoodie um, you get this amazing, it's a long story, but if you go on Chug, you can read about it, a medallion. Like, I got, once got presented a medallion when I was in Portugal. Yeah. And it was so amazing. Like, I literally, like, this, this, this club inducted me, and I literally, like, fought back crying because it was so amazing. Like, it was an amazing medallion. I'm like, I have to figure out a way to give this to people. So, there's that. Um, there's a signed poster. Um, there's, like, 
Um, I think that I follow you on Twitter <laughs> for a year. <laughs> and then you get um, you and a guest get to come and party with me, either L.A., New York or Chicago for one of the viewings for the viewing for the oh, for, for the for great. the original airing. I just then, realized I just realized in doing this whole podcast that all I'm going to get this entire podcast is my fans going yeah yeah great great to hear about Dan- Zane's when Bert when's your fucking Kickstarter going to show up because oh, <laughs> we're still editing <laughs> we've been editing for like a year oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. like oh I just I just they realized say, no they they say that that happened they 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 let people know to to expect that but yeah but we you know we 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 want to get ours out quick because we want to get it to the networks while the heat's still on well, uh, well TV turnaround's a lot different because there's a format yeah, yeah. documentary you got no you're right you don't even format. know you don't you're like you, and we've you, got so much fucking you have to footage. say what did we shoot and what did we do with it because yeah, you nope. can make five different documentaries out of what you shot well and we're gonna make this and then we're going to have a screening where it's me and the two guys and then I'm going to take a look at it and see like I told them I go I don't want to be a part of it but then I started getting nervous because yeah, I was like course. I was fucking drunk the entire time I don't know what the fuck I said yeah, I like, definitely know one chick was hitting on me and I was definitely enjoying the fact that I was getting hit on and I was talking about it on camera <laughs> because they're my friends and then I'm like holy shit I don't know if I want everyone to see that yeah so um, wait I, I, well, wait, there's, well, wait for the thousand you also there's also you and a friend come to dinner now I can't give alcohol otherwise I give people monkey rum you know at, yeah. at different levels but I can't do that but people that come to dinner like I'm paying for dinner so that's two people coming to dinner so that's that's two people so it's basically 500 bucks a person but then you also get to come to the party afterwards that's a $500 thing so that's 250 so it just starts to break down when you spend here's the 500 thing. or 1000 yeah. If you can get, get to one of these parties, you end up with like a huge gift bag of all kinds of cool stuff. Dude, when we did we did my Kickstarter barbecue at my house. I, oh, did you really? How many people? Uh, I forget, What's, like 20 people. I actually, one of the rewards is a barbecue at your house. Yeah. I'm going to go, no, on my For kid. yours? Yes. Oh, I'm going to go and add it. I had two. I had barbecue at my house and a private workout session in my, my, my man cave. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Did you actually do exercise? Uh, uh, no, the guy was like, uh, don't worry, I just want to come to the barbecue, and I think he just came to the barbecue. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, I, I appreciate the man cave, but I, he goes, I just wanted to support it. That's the one thing is that once you do get into these things, it's almost like getting a home team. You're rooting for the show to succeed. I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to fit because I'm going to do. I haven't added this yet, but I'm probably going to do a barbecue at your house. <laughs> so I'm just. I'm right now. I'm sort of surveying outside. Well, those loquats are edible, so. So I'm gonna, don't think I'm not going to you. There is nothing against kumquats or loquats, whatever, whatever the, the hell. fuck quad it is. Hey, wait, what projects have we been up for that are similar? Okay, so I was up for um, um, what was the one that you went and took people on vacation? You went like fuck, flip, flip, trip, flip. I'm doing that flip. now. Yeah. yeah, so I so I was up for that. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. You should have gotten it. <laughs> it's the fucking greatest show in the world. It's the greatest fucking show in the world. I like to think that we were that we were at least close. I was in the running for. I've been in, I've been pushed out by uh, John O'Hurley. Um, he was the guy in Seinfeld who talked. He was the boss, Elaine. Coming, he was the oh, guy, that guy, the weird guy. Yeah, not with the cool voice, yeah, the distinctive yeah, yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so um, that was a, a show that won an episode. Um, ben Bailey, who I think is awesome. Ben Bailey's awesome. Um, but that he, so it was literally they brought both of us in, and he got it, and that just went to pilot and didn't go anywhere. Okay, Chris Kattan. Um, it was uh, this, and and jo- and Joe Rogan. Both, both. That was the same project. What? It was between me and Joe, and then me and Chris, and they ended up going with names. It was like something about you, like hunting Bigfoots. No, you. I don't know. You, 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 uh, you go and put a ear, like a thing oh, in a person's yeah. ear, and then you about. tell them. Yeah, to I know what you're talking stuff. about. It's like a prank show, but yeah, you're you're telling them what to do. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, yeah, I know. I remember, I saw I saw a little bit of that. Um, 
I, I tested for a pilot at CBS where I was going to play the dad, and in the room to read was me, Gary Valentine, and Chris Kattan. And I was like, I do not, I can't imagine right. Chris Kattan as a as a dad, dad of yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly. on CBS. That's yeah, like, yeah, that looks like who's I can't. The, who's the Valentine guy? Gary Valentine. He I, was. Is he, he the dad from Brady Bunch? No, 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 no. Gary Valentine is Kevin James's brother. He's a stand-up comedian. Okay. He was. Uh, we used to do a show called The X Show on FX back in the fucking day, mm. and me and him were the co-hosts. Me, him, Daphne Brogdon, Brogdon, and Craig J. Jackson. But yeah, I, 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 my, my favorite one that I ever got was I was up for a show against Chris Hardwick, and it was a bowling celebrity bowling show. Oh wow! And Chris Hardwick's dad was a professional bowler, and they chose me, not realizing his dad that he knows everything about fucking bowling, and oh, I know right. nothing. And in the middle of how did this, wait? How did that information not get out? I do not know. But in the middle of making this pilot where we are fucking it up left and right and everyone's panicking and everyone's scrambling because I don't know anything about bowling at all. And they realize this and it's more complicated. And I go, guys, you guys should have gone with Chris Hardwick. And they're like, why? And they're like, I go, his dad's like one of the best professional bowlers ever. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? I was get, like, get him, get him on the phone. Billy Hardwick? And they're like, I literally, I was like, <laughs> they were like, they were like, uh, uh, uh. I've done some really great shit pilots. Some hardcore, shitty, fucking awesome pilots. Like, I did one where I searched for the world's best dancing dog. That was a sh- the whole show? Yep. Wow. Uh, a series. I did one. That's amazing. I did one for History Channel that I thought was such a shoe-in. It was called... It was called... It was called... At- the night after something after dark, whatever, and it was it was Dirty Jobs at night from the producers it's like, it's of like, Dirty Jobs. It's like Insomniac, and so yeah, and so they they wanted to call it um, Night. Sh- uh, no, night I, shift. I, I call I called it Night Shift. That's I'm like, a great I'm name because like, they, call, they were calling name. it like yeah, late night work. I'm like, no, let's just call it Night late Shift. Night, yeah, night work. <laughs> whatever the it was, fuck? it didn't work. This and is so, why pilots don't go. Sometimes people that make them are they just they just, like like. It's you know there is like a fucking territorial pissing that happens when you come in as talent and you do and you're not an executive producer and right. they don't want your insight and they just want you to say what we're look we're gonna give you a read you know those like, are there's two kinds of things right there's when you you're doing a teleprompter show yep which a lot of these big CBS things would have been yeah I did one of those for for VH1 it was like the first thing I ever did and I, it was, and, and like I'm like yeah I've done teleprompter work all you know all, all over the place. And I'd never done it before. And they get it, and they had it on a big screen TV in the back. And then, like, all right, and cue smoke. And then the smoke came and filled it up, and I couldn't even see it. it was, First it was time I read teleprompter, I didn't realize that the teleprompter went at the speed I, I went. You said it. Yeah. You were trying so, to catch it. They I was trying, trying to, to catch, catch up with him, and he was trying to catch up with me, and we're just tearing through. Yeah. And I said, La Jola, because I didn't know how to pr- pronounce La Jolla. <laughs> um, that and wait, what was the other thing I, wanted, I was going to say? Um, um, fuck. Fuck. What were we. Oh, 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 this is the other thing. I have done maybe since Three Sheets and maybe a little bit before then. You know, because I was the number one party animal in the country. Right. We'll talk about that on my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done a number. To this day, still, I get offered drinking shows. And they're so hard to do right. What network? Every Really? I've had... I've had that you've done pilots for them. I've done pilot. I've done more pilots of drinking pilots yeah. than you could ever fucking imagine. Hmm. But then they they always get killed because like I had one that was fucking amazing, the best show you would ever watch. It was it was basically I just talked about it on Rogan's yesterday. It was called Buzzed. I would pick people up in a party bus at the bars, 
and it was a game show. Mm-hmm. We'd drive them home. They'd blow into a breathalyzer. Whatever they blew was their bank. You had a zero to the end. And then I played a game wow. show with them in the thing. And it was just drunk people. And there were no rules. And I could give people money whenever the fuck they did anything. And it was absolute chaos. And it was the greatest fucking... Yeah. Comedy Central said it was the best. No, yeah. I, I totally heard about this. What happened? Uh, they... Literally, they aired it at Comedy Central, and they brought out a bottle of tequila on a Friday when they're doing their viewing. They all took a couple shots, turned it on, laughed hysterically, right. and they were like... Why do I know this? They were I, like, I completely know this 35 story. episodes. What do you say? One guy stands up in the back, and he goes, I hate to say this, guys, but we cannot sell that show. And he's like, we won't get advertised. We won't get anything. And it died. They were like, hold on. It's fucking hilarious. He's like, I know, but we're, we're, we, can't, we can't get a car sponsorship. We can't get fucking it's alcohol like what are we gonna get like advil is gonna sponsor it that's it so it got it died it's called buzzed and then they tried to reboot it on like mtv and then mtv2 and then and they're, they're still trying to reboot it it's a great show yeah i didn't create it i just came in and wrote it and with tom segura and it was so fu- the very first person we got in the thing i said he sits down in the back i go um i go so have you we're playing a game called Guess What's in Your Mouth, where we blindfold them and just shove objects in their mouth, and they got to tell us what it is. Yeah. Hor- By the way, no insurance. Ever- we had a screwdriver in his mouth at one point, and he's sucking on it. We're in a fucking car. <laughs> About to yeah, we got to stab like a murder this guy. <laughs> but like I said, I said, you what's know what? a- drop him off. Just drop him <laughs> off. Keep driving. I said to the dude, I go, "Have you ever blown somebody?" And he goes, "A human? No." And I went, what? And he goes, once a squirrel. That was the first words oh, for, any, this pilot, for this pilot. For the beginning, and I was, I, you could literally hear the van behind us with the fucking uh, Studio City or the, yeah. the Valley, whatever it's called, when they fucking, you know, they have all their computers and they watch the show. They're oh, watching right, the right. live feed. Yeah. Um, Video van. Village. Video Village is right laughing. behind us. Laughing hysterically. You can hear them laughing. And the next car over. And, the, and it was, that was like the beginning, and then the very end was uh, a guy going, uh, a guy goes, we're playing Lick It or Stick It, where you put up a picture of a woman that could be ambiguous, could be a lesbian, could not be a lesbian, yeah. but they're celebrities. And Jamie Lee Curtis is one of the ones we threw up. Three dudes were taking him back to Beverly Hills. And they all go, lick it. And he goes, no, 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 stick it. My dad fucked her. And we were like, what? And he goes, yeah. I go, wait, I've always heard she's a hermaphrodite. And he goes, no, no. But then again, what did dad say he fucked a dude? Probably not. And I go, I go, can you get your dad on the phone? And he goes, how much money? I go, I'll give you $300 if you can get your dad on the phone to say that she's not a hermaphrodite. So he calls his dad. And he goes, dad. He goes, his dad is funny. He goes, is Jamie Lee or, or, Curtis a hermaphrodite? And he goes, who is this? And he's like, it's your son for $300. And you silent, silent. And you here negative i fucked her <laughs> it was the fucking greatest pilot you've ever seen dude i by the way i've i've i don't know where i heard it but i've i heard that whole they story. probably brought it to you to try to reboot it because i also no, got, no, 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 no 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 because what happens is i made it and then i signed a deal with travel and i was there for like i signed like an overall deal so i i, I could do it at comedy central Did you have a drink when you were doing the show you have to I didn't. I didn't drink at all. You I very drink? seldomly drink on t- on camera. I very I, seldomly don't. What's funny is I just did. I've done actually a bunch of drinking shows. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. Are we still recording? Are we just holding these to our, no, to our faces? Yeah, we are recording. We are recording. We are recording. Let's wrap it up. Let's go to your podcast. I just didn't know. We so, yeah, yeah. Let's do your podcast. Let's do your podcast. All right. All by right. the way, just straight up to be continued on my podcast. So now, the Zane so, Lamprey show. So just so you know, guys, if you want to listen to the rest of this, uh, go to what's what's your Zane Lamprey. Just I mean, we're on iTunes. Yeah, just the Zane Lamprey just show, or Zane just ZaneLamprey.com, whatever. Perfect. Yeah. And then, uh, and then go check out the. Forget about anything else. Go to chug.tv. Check out the Kickstarter. 
and and watch some amazing. We might actually have you as a special guest. I might, 20, I might, have, to, I might have to throw that in there. $25 will get you all access to all the episodes. And if I can tell you right now, if everyone listening to this podcast just did that, right. if 25%, you get funded tomorrow. Right. So you guys go in for 25 bucks. It's just entertainment for fucking six episodes. You will definitely get it. And chances think are about, we'll do Think 10. about two things. Think about how much you, your cable bill is every every month and this and, is going to have by the way this will have no network notes not to say that networks fuck up no, shows no, but, as a matter of fact, but drinking shows we've had to cut so many amazing things I'll tell this story if you remind me to tell this story about when I was in Russia and a machine gun this is a true story shut up uh, and it had to get cut because the network is like you can't have a machine gun and you guys are all drunk drinking vodka in the middle of Moscow in the winter so we had yeah. to cut it so not only will we be able to play that but we've had to take 30, 40 minute shows and cut the shit out of them just to make them fit in the network. It's going to be, I'm telling you what It'll I'm saying. Fun, and network, network notes do not, do not fucking show up, but it definitely, the thing that as a talent take, that, you love, that, that you love the most, most often is the one thing that legal goes, we can't have that. Yeah. So, so this show will have that. For yeah, 25 yeah, bucks, there's no legal. You'll be the first. And by group. the way, even if it does go afterwards to a network, those people will never see the version that you're seeing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because when it goes to the network, then I guarantee you they're gonna get they're oh, gonna sure. get first cut. So what you will see will be unadulterated, unadulterated. It'll be adulterated, adulterated. I don't know what that means, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so go in twenty five bucks. Go, I I I'm I would go fifty and get this shirt. Fuck it. Is that what you're gonna do? Uh, I'm not done donate. So um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, look. I, I, I gotta pay my gardener and maid. All right, so we're going over to the same place to go pay for a podcast. Hopefully, we'll break. Cheers. All right. This episode was brought to you by the machine.